It's the people's champion, DJ Milk Tray. So, how you doing, my people? What's really good? Milk Tray back. Ready for you guys. And this is my new thing. Since, you know, taking some time away from radio, people have been saying to me, Milks, how am I going to get my motivation? What's going on with all that? We're missing it. So I said, you know what? Let me just make some time and give you guys Milk Tray's Motivation, the podcast. So every Wednesday evening, you'll be able to get it. Um, and it's going to be great. I've got some amazing things coming. I've got some plans. We're just going to start right here, right now, audio format. And then, you know, later on in the year, you know, when some bits and pieces, you know, come through, then we'll get visual and all that good stuff. And then we'll kind of just keep growing and growing. But the plan is for this to just be, you know, just a continuation of what we'd built up on the Glorious Full Breakfast Show. So shout out to all those that would be listening every morning, 8.30 to On Top uh, for Milk Tray's Motivation. And this is just for you guys to get your weekly motivation via the podcast. So, it's that time, isn't it? It's that time of the day where I love to inspire and guide my people via this amazing platform that I've been given called Milk Tray's Motivation, the podcast. In association with the Jimmy Asher Foundation, the Rights Academy, the amazing people over there, Inspire Beauty in Catford, and Fayon Mel Grooming. It's the same thing, same concept, just different platform. You know what it is. It's time for Milk Tray's Motivation. Let the world know your name, King and Queen. Sometimes your life won't turn out how you plan it. It turns out how you work for it. I want to talk to an individual out there, a king, a queen, a mother, a father, a grandfather. And I want to tell you that where you are right now is not your forever. It's what you give your time and your energy to that takes you to the next level. You see, life is hard and the chase, it'll almost drive a man insane. But with the belief in God, an ordinary man can rise to an occasion and get a world something they never seen before. You're gonna have to be phenomenal in everything you do because everyone in the world is chasing greatness. And what do you do when a man is going 100 miles per hour and you haven't even started the engine yet? Gifts come from the bottom. See, motivation is only a reminder of the greatness that already lies inside of you. This means you gotta work. This means you have to run when they sleep. You gotta grind when they won't. You gotta grind when you do not feel like it. And this in all areas in life school, sports. Your religion, consistency, is the tunnel to greatness. You see, I was a project kid from Pontiac, Michigan. Mother of heroin addict, father in the streets. 
Only thing I seen was people selling crack cocaine, selling heroin, selling pounds of marijuana. As a kid, they thought that that's what I would grow into, that's what I would form into, but God had other plans. I say this to tell you that no matter what you've placed in front of, that is not your forever. That is only a barrier. That God has already given you the strength to remove. You see, I witnessed the death of my mother, the death of my grandfather, the incarceration of my father, and still I stood. Because when I walked in those projects, I realized one thing, I realized this, that my dream never lived down there. I realized that everything I ever dreamed of lives in the sky and I must jump every single day to go reclaim what's mine. And that's royalty. You see, many of us believe that just because our father was a drug dealer and our uncle was a drug dealer, that that is our life and that is our forever. But I want you to know something. That is only a lesson to show us to be something more than what they thought we could be. You see, when a family tree is dying, all you have to do is take care of the roots. And if the roots is too dead to bring the tree back alive, you plant another one. You see, I was just a young kid that woke up every single day and all he wanted to do is save his mom. I would watch my mama watch beautiful shows on the television. She would look at those dresses, she would look at those cars, she would look at those homes and I could see the pain in her eyes. I could tell that she wanted to give us this. But all the pain she felt, the funny thing is I felt. And that was the fuel to push me to the next level of my life. That was the fuel. So when I stepped in front of another opponent on that football field, I told him my life on the line. And I can't lose. Consistency will turn an ordinary man into something he never thought he can be. I want you to look in the mirror, young kings and queens today. If you're growing up with nothing and you're growing up with, without, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to say these words. I want you to say that I am royalty. I am more of my generational curses. I am more than my drug addict father. I am more than my incarcerated uncle. No, I'm not better than them. But I want to do better for them. I want to give our last name a legacy that will be remembered forever. But we got two choices, baby. Are you gonna fly or are you gonna die? No matter if you're born in the belly of the projects, you have something special. You have this special gift to give to the world and the only way you're gonna bring it to life is if you believe it here and speak it here. See, the thing about this world, they believe that you can just vanish somebody into something, but I want you to know something. When God put his hands on it, you cannot vanish anything. 
the same man that turned dirt into man. See, we tend to forget these things. We tend to forget how extraordinary our father is. See, you got powers and we like him. You got to awaken that power. You got to bring it to life and you got to show the world that this is real. People always ask me the question. They say, Will, when have you found what you love to do? I say, you find what you love to do when it becomes easy to you and amazing to the world. I know you grew up without a father and your mother left you and nobody ever loved you and nobody ever told you you could be anything and you believe but I want to tell you this, that you are phenomenal, you are a king, you come from royal blood, you stand on the tip top of pyramids, you are royalty king, you are a light, you are a star. The question is, do you believe you are? Because right now, we're losing a battle to the evil, and I'm telling you, young kings, I need you to come back. You see, I want to bring us back to that. I want to eliminate the N-I-G-G-A mindset and bring the king mindset because that's what we were born of. You see all these men standing on top of the world. You think they're special. You think they're everything, but you don't know what they did to get there. King and queen. They try to make it this huge thing, but the truth is greatness lies in every single one of us. Listen to the echoes of other people when you're talking about your dream. So if you go into the darkness alone, you're going to go to the light alone. And you can't be afraid to walk alone. It's a mentality. Roses can grow in the project if you take care of the soil. It don't matter how big the house is, baby. It's the love inside of it. Take care of your community. Take care of your brothers and sisters. Hold cowards accountable for what they put in your neighborhoods. They say, well, why you wanna be great? I don't wanna be great for me. I wanna be great so the Project Babies can look in the mirror and say, I am too. I am special. That flower grew in the same streets that I grew up in. That rose rose up through that concrete, and so can I. Put your crown back on your head. Let the world know your name, king and queen. The chase is hard, but it's worth it.
it feels so good to be back doing what I love. I've missed it. I know it's been like a, it hasn't even been that long. It hasn't even been like two weeks. But I'm telling you now, I have definitely, definitely missed it. So, just listening to that. Now, if you're not following him on the socials, especially Instagram, I'm asking you to do so. Yeah? William Hollis. That's his name. Now, on on the Insta, I need you to get in contact with him. William King Hollis. Now, if you're a regular listener to, you know, my breakfast show, you would have known that for a few months ago, I actually found him, like, his DLs. I found him on the gram, all of that, because I kept hearing his voice. So over the years... Um, and using so many different motivational clips, I kept hearing this distinctive voice. But I couldn't find out who it was. Like, there was never any references to him. And then a few months ago, we found out who he was, got in contact. And the great thing is, this this king is so humble. He's so down to earth. We've been talking via, you know, Instagram and that kind of stuff. And we got some stuff, but we won't even talk about that. But I just want you to make sure that you're following him on the Insta, on YouTube, all that stuff, yeah? Now, on the Insta, I already gave you his details. I'll give it to you one more time, all right? William King Hollis. Go follow him. Let him know that Milk Tray sent you. So send him a DM. He will hit you back. Or leave a comment on the post or whatever. Just say, yo, heard you on Milk Tray's Motivation, the podcast. Just send him my love. Like, he's he's good like that. Yeah? So make sure you do that. Now, listening to the audio. Now, as I'm sitting here and I'm listening, I'm, I, can feel, I can feel the pain. And that, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the, the pain that, that we go through. In, in life. And a great speaker, I, I mean, I don't know if he came up with this quote, but Les Brown, and I've heard Eric Thomas use it as well, said, pain is temporary. The, the pain, you know, the hard time, you know, the struggles, you know, the pain is temporary if we choose it to be because it's easy for us to sit in a situation or a circumstance and just be like yeah this is it i'm just you, you know you, you can sit in that that self-pity and just be around it or you know that bad energy and you say nah like it can't change yeah that's when the pain isn't temporary you 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 just become numb to it but it's still there so you might be going through some financial pain suffering etc that doesn't need to be your your be all and end all that 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 doesn't have to be you for the rest of your days that doesn't have to be that yeah 
You could be talking about doing something and being in a situation where you're kind of juggling all these bits and pieces. And I can relate to that. Yeah? I can relate to that. I was in a job that was making me so unhappy. Like, I hated going to work. So there was there was pain. There was suffering. And then being in that circumstance, being in that situation, I'm saying to myself, well, really, can it get any worse? Can it get, can this get any worse? Because I don't want to be here. Yeah? The discomfort, the the anxiety, the all of these negative things which, you know, in this day and age are becoming a lot more um, spoken about, which is good. Yeah? But at the same time, like, these things, I don't even think we should be claiming them. Because I was in, I was in a, a, you know, I was in a spot where on the outside life was good and I'm making money and the bills are being paid and whatever, but I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And then when you're in that kind of position, it affects other areas of your life. So it affected my weight my mental well-being like i was it was not good but i had to go through the, that pain to then decide to then make the next step and i knew realistically that the next step was going to be even more painful than the first one because at least with the first one i'm in a situation where I've got that job security, yeah? Now, for those of you who don't know, I was in a job, full-time job in management in retail. And seven years ago, I said, nah, this is it. I'm done. I'm done because I'm not happy. And the thing that makes me happy is doing radio. So... In that, in that time, I said to myself, look, I'm going to commit myself to doing radio on a community station. Now, that means I don't get paid. But I've got a family to support. I've got two young kings at the time when I made this decision. They were two. They look up to me. So I'm like, raw, like... What kind of what kind of example am I setting them? So I said, no, I've, I've got to leave this job. But at the same time, I'm really questioning this decision because I know that the pain that I'm going through right now is going to be worse because I'm going to leave that job security and I'm, I'm going to put my, my family in, in a position where it's going to be uncomfortable painful there's gonna be actually suffering because at the time the twins the 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 the, the mini milks were were two mrs milks is at home there's only one income coming in but the thing is even though i knew 
that that was going to be really, really painful. I knew that I didn't want to go through the pain that I was suffering at work. The fact that I was so unhappy, the fact that I didn't want to be there because there was something else in me that made me so happy. And the fact that I couldn't do that on a regular basis was making me even more unhappy. Do you get what I'm saying? So being in that scenario now, you're like, raw. like, what do I do? So I leave the job. I start doing radio on a community station on Top FM. Now, I've been doing radio on community radio since 2003. But this is the first time where I'm really going in. Like, this is going to be full time. And I've got to just grind. I've got to put the time in, which means I've got to wake up at whatever clock in the morning to make sure that I get to and be on radio for seven. And when I first started, I was only doing three days. And then the circumstances changed again, and then I went up to five days. Now, I want you to remember, at this point, I am not getting paid for doing radio. But at the same time, See, my God, he just, he kept providing. Even though there was struggles, even though there was so many times, I didn't have no money. I cannot stress this. Now, I'm telling you, as a man, and and being like, you know, the head of the house, from from the the, the men that I come from, the, the, the legacy that I am carrying... We're, we're the providers, yeah? By hook or by crook, we got to make sure that the family is good. we got to make sure the roof stays over there. we got to make sure that the, the bills are paid and that there's food in the fridge and that there's clothes on people's backs. Now, that's, a, that's not a responsibility that I take lightly. But there were times where I couldn't even do that which then allowed me to start really questioning, not only is this the right thing to do, but it started to, you know, put doubts in my mind. I started to question my manhood. Like, am I being a man if I can't provide for my family? You know what I mean? It was, it was starting to get that deep. But every time, every time I felt like I hit the ground, like, pow, Every time I felt like I didn't want to get back up, like every single time, every single time God would give me a sign. Every single time an opportunity would come, every single time a phone call would happen, every single time I'd get an email. I'd get a message from from a listener saying, man, you see what you're doing on the radio? Trust me, bro. Is, is, is making an impact, is making a difference. So I'm saying to myself, do you know what? If, if I'm able to sow into so many different people, then the, the blessings, the blessings have to come back. Because I'm putting out, I'm putting out there so much good energy. I'm, I'm, I'm sowing into so many different people. That's got to come back. I don't know when, I don't know how. But just every single time I felt a little low, I'd see somebody on the road to be like, yo, Milks, 
I listen to the show, my brother. You see motivation? I love that. Or, you know what I mean? People be coming up to me be like, oh, like, you know, thank you so much. I just had a major operation and I just kept grinding. But I'm not saying that I weren't going through no pain. Because there was still so many times when I would, you know, financially, financially, I've put me and my family on the line. Yeah? There were days where I didn't even have enough money to put petrol in my car so that I could go to work to earn more money. That's how serious it was getting. But I knew I had to be consistent. I had to push through the pain. I had to keep pushing through the suffering. And it's so easy to just be in that and just stay there. But I knew that I had to keep pushing. Because I know that I've got people relying on me. Yeah? I've got people that have invested in me. I've got people that are, are watching me. I've, I've got my two sons that are watching. I'm, I've got to keep going, man. Now, your circumstance may be different. You might not have that. You might not have two sons. You might not, you know what I mean? But I always feel like there's an emotional why. We can always attach, attach it to that emotional why. It's, there's always that one person. You know what I mean? For me, it's my auntie Paulette. My auntie Paulette, to me, is just, just the greatest person I've ever met. The greatest person. She's never let me down. <laughs> She's always been there. She, she, and she still is. She's still here for me in spirit. You know, I lost her. We lost her as a family and as, as a, you know, a circle of friends and as a community um, last year. And I'll tell you now, you see that pain. Let me talk to you about that pain. Because you see that pain there. The pain that I went through, because my auntie Paulette, like, she raised me. Like, as much as my mom and dad raised me, my gran and my auntie Paulette, they raised me. Like, I, I, I was living with them at the time because, you know, I just started new school and all that. And my, my mom and dad have moved um, out of the area, so they didn't really want to take me out of the school. So... You know what I mean? On the weekdays, I was living with my gran and my auntie Paulette. And my auntie Paulette taught me about money, finances. She, she's the reason why I probably became a DJ because she was the person that took me to, like, my first record shop. I went and bought my first record ever. I can't remember how old I was. But I remember her taking me to this record shop that used to be in Ballon Market. And she went and bought me Past the Duchy by Musical Youth. On a, what did she buy on, on a 12? Maybe a 12 inch. No, she had the 12 inch. I had the 7. So my eye Paulette was just my everything. She's my angel. She's my world. And I know I've spoken about her on the radio before. But going through that pain of losing her last year, I'm, I'm not going to lie. When I lost Auntie Paulette, I lost like literally half of me. Like, anybody that knows me personally, they will tell you straight. Nobody don't come before RTP. <laughs> yeah? See, me and my RTP, we got a special bond. 
Yeah. So when I lost her, I, I lost half of me. I, I lost, I lost my, my, my drive. I, I lost my focus. Like, I was ready to give up this radio thing. I was ready to give up Milk Trade's motivation. I was ready to just pack it in. Because the pain that I was going through was so hard. The pain, like, there was days I'd just wake up and I'd be in tears. And on the podcast, I'm going to, you know, be a little bit more open. You know what I mean? Because so, on the radio, I've got to be mindful. we got the kids listening when I was on the radio, 8.30. I've got to be mindful. But on the podcast, I can let you in a little bit. So losing my RTP at that time, my whole world crumbled. And I was like, I'm done. Like... I'm done with DJing. I'm done with being milk tray. I'm just happy. Let me just go back full time and just keep it moving. You know what I mean? Because without her, like, she was my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> yeah? And with my RTP, she'd give me the real. You know, like, when there was an issue, like, regardless what area of my life, my auntie Paul at knew. So I'd phone her, be P, this is what's going on, boom, boom, boom. And she'd be like, cool, like, come to the house or come check me tomorrow. Like, she'd just always have the right thing to say. So, you know what I mean? When, when you lose that, that's, that's some different type of pain. Do you know what I mean? And I know there's people listening and, you know, we've lost parents and it was that kind of thing. And for me, because she was so, like, what I've been doing and, you know, me coming as far as I've come, her not being here... To physically see it, I just, at the time, I was like, nah, if, if my IEP can't see me doing all this stuff, then I'm not interested. That's the kind of pain I was going through. But a little bit later, even though it was hurting and I was, I was in pain, I had to remember all of the time, all of the energy, all of the resources that she put into me. Now, I know that she put that into me because she knew at some point she's not going to be here. So she made sure I was, I was full, made, made sure. She filled me up because she knew that was going to be a point where physically she wasn't going to be here. In my heart, emotionally, spiritually, she's always with me. So there was a day and I was like, you know what, Marsh? You, you got to pull this together, man. I know you're going through this pain, but I had a conversation with my IEP. And she said, do you really think I, I, I did all that for you to just give up now? Like, I put all that time, all that energy into you for you to say, no, nah, I'm going to stop, you know, doing the radio in the morning. I'm going to stop doing Milk Trade's motivation. I'm going to stop... DJing at weddings and I'm going to stop blessing people with the gifts that God's given me. She's like, that's not what, that's not what I put into you. Like I was sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing and sowing into you so that you could then sow into others. And when you sow into those other people, the reaping, you see when God gives you your reaping season and you start really reaping and we're not just talking about financially, you know, I'm not talking about just the finances. I'm talking about just mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally. When you start reaping, 
then you're going to know. So I was like, you know what? Let me pull it together. And just day by day, day by day, you know what I mean? I just kept plodding on and kept pushing through. And I miss her every day, yeah? She's the screensaver on my phone. If you if you got me on WhatsApp, you would see that my profile picture hasn't really changed. It's the picture of me and my RTP. And that's that's, you know, that's a reminder so that whenever I feel like, nah, I can't go through this or I can't do this, that's the time when I need to think about my IEP. And as much as it pains me that she's not here physically, I know that I've got to keep pushing. I've got to keep striving. I've got to keep getting through, you know, my, my own stuff and just keep keep going. Yeah? So many of us can just sit there and just be in that in that space. You know when you're in that funk and you just you, the, the the energy's not right around you, but you sometimes feel like it's so heavy you can't get out. That's how I felt about my IEP. That's how I felt about my IEP. When when I lost her, I was I was in a space, man. I was in a I was in this space and I just didn't feel right. I said, nah, man. This ain't good. So as I said, when I had that conversation with her, she's like, look, man, I need you to get up and keep going. I need you to keep carrying on my legacy. I need you to keep pushing. I need you to keep striving because those two boys, they're looking up to you and they need you. So I was like, cool. Do you know what, IEP? Cool, let's do this. So I'm saying to somebody today, I know that the pain... Like, we've all, we've all gone through pain. Everybody. You can look at our grams and whatever and you don't see it, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you now on the reels, I've gone through it. I know you look at my gram and think that, yeah, like, trust me, I'll tell you here, and I've said it on the radio, you know, hundreds of times. I've been through my things, man. I've had my ups and I've had my downs. You know what I mean? I'm just thankful to God that I'm still here today to be able to do what I'm doing. But, to somebody today, regardless of your, you know, your, your, your race, your color, your creed, your, your religious backgrounds, anything like that. Like, we've all been through our pain. We've all been through suffering. But the, the key thing is to keep going. Yeah? Is to keep going. I, I, I kind of thought, if I'd stayed in that space where I was when I felt like just giving up on everything. How many things would I have missed out on? How many blessings would I have missed out on? How many opportunities would I have missed out on if I decided to just like give it all up? That's 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 the reality. And I know it's so easy to stay in that rut and to stay in that space. Now I don't know what your circumstance is right now. But I'm saying to you, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah? You might have some issues with your family members. You might have issues in your relationship. You might have issues financially. But you don't have to stay there. Yeah? You don't have to stay there. You can. You, you can push through. Trust me. You can get through. You can get to the next stage. You don't have to stay there. I've been in some circumstances and I thought, man, like, when, when, when's it ever going to change? Yeah? 
when my financial circumstances going to change because I'm putting in the work, but I'm not seeing it. Yeah? But you see when God started to open a few more doors consistently, started to change up the game for me, whew. Am I in a better space? Yes, I am. And I'm thankful. I'm so thankful that God has kind of just stayed with me. Yeah? He's never left my side. So today, the pain, the suffering that you're going through, you don't have to stay there, man. You don't have to stay there. It's it's a choice. I know sometimes it's easier to to make that choice to stay there than to actually try and get out of it. But trust me, if you make that choice to, to, you know, to get out of it, it's going to be hard. I'm not telling you that it's easy. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be hard. You're going to take some major L's. You're going to take some knockbacks. You're going to get some cuts, some bruises. You're going to be beaten up. But trust me, yeah? Like Liz Brown says, yeah, if you fall down on your back, yeah, at least you can look up. If you can look up, you can get up. That's what I'm saying. So to that person today, I want you to just keep going. Yeah? Just keep going. Now. Whew. Man. I've missed doing this, man. I've missed it. I've missed it. I've missed it. I've missed it. Um. This is how it's going to be every Wednesday. Um, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be, you know, same format as our radio show. So we take, you know, uh, a video from YouTube, convert it, and then we kind of just we kind of just bounce from that. Now, we've got some major plans for the podcast. I'm really, really going to need your support on it. Um, we're going to get it onto, you know, iTunes and the Spotify's and all that kind of stuff, and then you know, get it, you know, get it moving. We're going to have it up on my Mixcloud and on Soundcloud as well. Um, and I just want to say thank you. Don't forget also, October, me and my team, especially me and my cousin Ibs, um, we are putting on a variety show for the entire family. It's called the Assorted Flavors Variety Show, taking place on Saturday the 19th of October at the Broadway Theatre in Catford. Tickets available online from their direct website, okay? Now, this show is something that we used to do when we were back in college. And then we left college uh, like in 19, what, 99? And then we decided to bring it back in the year 2000, 2001. And then for six years, we did this show consistently at the Fairfield Halls in Croydon. And we were just giving, you know, new talent. Because this, this was like the days before YouTube and all this social media. So you didn't really have an outlet per se to, you know, where where you could bring your entire family and let them see you perform and all that kind of stuff. So we're bringing it back. And the idea of it is just being able to put people in a space where they can bring their entire family. So you can bring mom, dad, your sisters, brothers, aunties, uncles, cousin, grandma, granddad, next door neighbor. This show is for the family, yeah? You can bring the kids. We're going to be there 
it's going to be great. We've got musicians, we've got singers, poets, we've got dancers, um, we've got MCs, we've got our headline acts as well. Um, we've got our big bro Slim who's been supporting and doing the show from when we started it back in like the early 2000s. And we've got my brother as well, White Yardy, in the building. Now, as I said, this is um, this is my like this is like my biggest venture to date. Do you know what I mean? You know, like when 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 God gives you an idea and you can't get rid of it, you can't you can't put it to the back of your mind, you can't you know ignore it. Or every so often, I kept thinking about the show, and then I'd see my cousins or whatever, and they'd be like, "Yo, like when you bringing back the show?" I'm like, "Yeah, cousin's gonna bring it back soon." And like all the time, everybody be like, when you bringing it back, when you bringing it back. And now that we've been able to build, you know, a brand new network and, and a circle of people, especially families, I feel it's important, especially in this time, in this day and age where, you know, there is less emphasis on, you know, the family unit. And I'm not just talking about your household. I'm talking about extended family, etc. This This whole thing is so close and so dear to my heart. And I would love for as many of you to, you know, come down and join us as possible on Saturday the 19th of October over there at the Broadway Theatre in Catford. So, I'm going to put the link for the tickets in the descriptions on the Mixcloud and the Soundcloud and all the other platforms. Um, But, yeah, we'd love to see you, man. Make sure you get your tickets. Bring the entire family Saturday the 19th of October over there at the Broadway Theatre in Catford. The Assorted Flavors Variety Show. Look out for the after party as well at Nouveau Lounge. We are doing some big stuff, man. So, that's episode one done. Hope you've enjoyed it. Let me know. Hit me up. And all that good stuff. And um, I'll be back next week, Wednesday, doing it. Milk Trace Motivation, the podcast crazy man like mad it kind of feels like i'm on radio but i'm not you know like that you know the, you know you know the way there oh yeah come on come on right guys it's been amazing god bless you all love you all thank you very much i'm out of here peace it's the people's champion dj milk tray